What's up, guys? Ernest Version 1 here, and welcome back to another edition of the Three-Way Dance Wrestling Podcast, and it is episode 83. Isn't that what I said? 86? 87. 87. 87. There it is. Thirteen uh, away from one hundred. I know, right? Can you believe that? We yeah, made, we were gonna quit this at episode ten, and look at us. We're almost like fucking. That and then again at ex- episode twenty-five. Yeah, and, and we still have the same amount of thirty viewers or less. Yeah, I know, but hey, we're you know fuck, worldwide we're now. Yeah, but anyway, joining me as always is Shelby, A.K. Shubs, one half of the greatest tag team ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and joining me as always is he's got eyes of the bluest skies, Nick. And it seems to me it reminds me of childhood memories where everything was as you know the rest. What's up, everybody? There you go. Whoa, right. whoa, whoa, sweet child of mine. You got it now? You good? Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> All right, we got a packed show for you here tonight. We asked for suggestions on retro pay-per-views you guys want reviewed. And, um, you know, we went through a very extensive process of picking which pay-per-view we're going <laughs> to review. And it uh, it landed on WrestleMania 10. Long story short, uh, the only one Nick had access to was WrestleMania 10. So that's how we did it. Yeah, because um, my shitty version of the network. Thanks, Canada. You know, um, <laughs> So yeah, there's so that's why we're reviewing WrestleMania 10. Um, so but the other ones were great picks. I will say all oh, the other very ones good guys, yeah, all the ones you guys suggested were good picks. I was I was amazed that there was no TNA one stone yeah. in there. Or ECW you know? for that matter. We haven't done a TNA one. We gotta do a TNA one. No, we haven't. Yeah, we gotta do one. Yeah. All right. Uh, of course we're gonna play three word dance. It came from eBay. Plus, we're gonna be playing our new game tonight, medieval gynecologist. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not only kidding. We are going to be playing a new game tonight. It is Don't Forget the Lyrics Wrestling Edition here. Uh, but before we get into all of that, we are going to talk about some news here. And just because I like stirring the shit some, let's talk about this. It's a possibility that the main event of WrestleMania could be a triple threat match. Go. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. I know Cody has like voiced that he's okay with it. Um, I know that obviously they've booked themselves into a big ass corner that I'm not sure if they're going to skate through it. Like they think they will. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem I have is how do you get there in story? Because it's a perfect story for, even though I kind of am, on the lines of it's not good enough for Sammy at this point, considering, but it's a perfect story that Jay turns on Sammy at Elimination Chamber. Bloodline beat down after Roman retains, out comes KO, they hug, send the crowd home happy, then they challenge the Usos. I could see a dusty finish, though, pun intended, where Sammy ends up with the belts and has to vacate them because of said dusty finish and the the match is ruled like oh no that didn't happen it's reversed on raw and then he gets into the triple threat and cody still wins i've read people suggest that sammy somehow gets into a triple threat and 
it's like a variation of two out of three falls and Cody wins one belt and Sammy wins the other. I've heard triple threat where Cody and Sammy both somehow pin Roman and split the belt the next on the next Raw. I said that. Well, well minus yeah. the next night on Raw thing. Right. I just, I don't know because I don't want to see Cody get turned on at this point, especially well, can, after the promo with Heyman. And the promo with Sammy, but at the same time, I'm like, Sammy deserves more than the tag titles. Exactly, because he's so fucking white hot right now. But like, oh my, fuck. Um, I think the easier way to do it, if if you want to, you know, keep it within the realm of story here, have Jay Uso come out at Elimination Chamber, and uh, have Sammy win by disqualification. I could see that. Then, like, you know, maybe a SmackDown or two before. WrestleMania, then Jay joins back up with the Bloodline. Yeah, you know, maybe two WrestleManias before two SmackDowns before WrestleMania because you got to build to the tag team match. Then Kevin Owens stakes his claim for the tag team titles and like, oh, I'm going to bring in a partner at WrestleMania. And then you know, I don't know, you fill somebody in that slot. I don't know who. Uh, what do you think, Shelby? No matter what you do. If it isn't Roman, if it isn't Cody beating Roman clean in the middle at WrestleMania, you fucked Cody over. And I know everybody's, you know, white hot Sami Zayn. What's there after he wins the belt, so to speak? What What is there for him to do? Cody has a bunch of new challengers that he's never faced before. Sami doesn't exactly have that. Seth's going to be first. You know that, right? I kind of, yeah, you know what? I I could see that, and I and I'd and be okay with that. No, 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 <laughs> It'll probably be into the summer where, like, if Cody wins, it'll be a heel Randy Orton at SummerSlam. I would if if he's if he's able to come back for SummerSlam, I think that makes the most sense. Um, but adding Sammy to the match, either if they add him to the match, there's there you're splitting the crowd. There's going to be half the crowd chanting yeah. for Cody. Half the if. If they don't fully just turn on Cody and they're cheering Sammy and all this That's build that he did for Cody was just fucking pointless and he looks like a dipshit. But you can still make it work with Cody winning and beating Roman clean in the middle and have Sammy not look any worse. And then well, you could build up to a potential Sammy heel turn at but, Money in the Bank where he comes out and says after he beat, say he wins the money in the bank and then he takes the belt from Cody that night and then the next night on Raw he says you stole WrestleMania from me so I and stole all you. of you and all of you Weasley people fell for it and he just and like, blames the fans into, that could play into artist idea sorry to interrupt but that could play into artist idea where Sammy wins by disqualification yeah you have Sammy show up as the surprise partner at WrestleMania, you keep them off TV between Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania, though. You have the bloodline beat down both Sammy and Jay, but Jay somehow gets away or something. Jay ends up joining backup. Then you have Sammy come out to the huge pop in the main event of night one, KO and Sammy versus the Usos. Then you have Sammy turn at Money in the Bank after he has won the briefcase. And he turns heel on Cody, cashes in, and then wins. Yeah. And then on Raw, he's like, you stole my moment from me, so I had to steal something 
from you. And in case you forgot, your father also helped get me ready for where I am today. But what yeah. did he do for you? Yeah, Nothing. you could you could add that All into it as well. For you was give you his name. Yep. And the other thing is too, like the the talk of like you know vacating the belt after fucking uh, elimination chamber, like that just that just diminishes the win for whoever does win the belts at WrestleMania. They didn't really not to mention it diminishes Roman's reign. Reign, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. They 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 could still turn this around a little bit. Sammy's got to be buddy buddy with Cody. And then at some point he can turn on him. And I think that'll make a, that'll make for good television for sure. And a great, I mean, if you're going to do, and if you do the turn on, on Cody, then I think that's the main event of SummerSlam and not. Yeah. But I I think turning Sami Zayn heel at any point right now is like turning Goldberg heel back in WCW. Yeah. But that's not for another six months. Still, regardless. (sighs) Because then you have to turn Sammy on KO again, and it's just going to lead to Sammy versus KO again, too, and I'm not sure. You don't necessarily. You don't necessarily. They don't need to win the belts at WrestleMania. They don't need the belts. I have faith that Triple H is going to find some way to make this all fucking tied up with a great big nice. But, well, I say that, but at the same time, you bring back how many fucking people and the only one that's really getting anywhere is Dakota Kai. So <laughs> I'm not sure if I have faith in Triple H or not at this point. I yes, have faith that they can make it work. The same. Oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah. But how they get there, I'm like, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, especially Elimination Chamber to WrestleMania. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Definitely. I just, me personally, I just think that if, Sammy's not in that main event picture. I, I think right now they're looking at a Kofi Mania situation. I don't well, know. I know Montreal is going to absolutely explode for Sammy Zayn. Yeah. Especially because he's like said, he's like, if I could use my old theme for one night only, that would be nice. If it's his like, do, 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 like that one, the first one he had, ha, oh, fuck, that roof is blowing off that place. I just think people would be unhappy if it didn't happen. Hey, speaking of unhappy, um, Karrion Cross is in the news. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for news articles, and I I was looking for news articles, and I couldn't really find anything, and I remember you mentioned oh it. Oh, so my. going on here? Apparently, Karrion Cross is unhappy with his position in WWE right now, which I'm just like, good, because you suck. That's all I have to add to that. You know, I read I read the article and like just now I laughed. I just laughed because it's like the that you it's been crickets, absolute crickets. Even from the night you first returned and attacked Drew, people were like, "Uh, okay, isn't that the guy with the helmet?" And and ever since then, he has been there. Has been, I have not been given any reason. And I wanted to think, okay, maybe I was wrong. Maybe he's not boring. Maybe he's not. There's maybe there's not. I maybe Will. Maybe Will's wrong. I wanted to think that maybe the other people are like the internet and wrestling community is like Cross is so great. I'm like, where? When? Brian Cage is better than this bitch. Like, what the fuck happened? And that's a tall order to fill. And not and Brian Cage sucks as as it is. But what? I don't like Brian Cage. Oh, okay. I I just have never have. 
Like, I mean, sure, he might be able to do it, but I just, his look, his fucking, it just, I just, it doesn't, no part of Brian Cage has ever done it for me. And I've tried to give Brian Cage a chance, same as Cross, but I'm like, if you're going to go on and bitch about it, what do you expect? You just job to fucking Mysterio clean. And there's no reason that should have happened. Like, it just, the crowd still doesn't do anything. Like, it just... It's starting to give me Mark Miro and Sable vibes, to be honest, with Cross and Scarlet. Yeah, it's um, it's not working. It just it isn't working, and they either need to figure out why it's not working and make it better. Maybe make them disappear for six months and then bring them back, fucking bald, and actually push them. Um, or they need to get rid of him. It's one of the two. He's just. He lost all the mystique that he had in NXT. He looked like well, a fucking beast fault. in NXT. It was, but it wasn't. I mean, but on there, top you of could that, talk about the I, Spartacan thing, but I mean, they brought him back after Vince left, and they still haven't in, been able to do anything. Having with brought him back, though, they didn't build up his return. He was just a surprise. If they had have started building up, they could have just put the hourglass somewhere on the fucking screen, even in the corner, and it just started like moving. See, and that's done the that thing for too, a couple like, weeks, and then you start having Scarlet in promos, like or just promos of the hourglass, and Scarlet saying TikTok. Yeah, you start they, getting people hyped up. They didn't do that. He just immediately attacked Drew McIntyre. Cole McIntyre, like, holy shit, it's carrying Cross, and the crowd's like sitting on their hands. It's hard to do like surprise returns anymore, so they have to do them in a way that just makes it fall really flat. Well, surprise returns, though, too. Surprise returns are different if they're not people that nobody gave a fuck about anyway. Oh, in people cared about Karrion Cross. Yeah, in but people world, didn't give a shit they... about Hit Row and Candice LeRae and fucking Dexter Loomis and Bronson Reed and fucking Gallows and Anderson and Mia Yim. Like, they diminished so many of them that bringing them back in, that's just done fuck all. I mean, they also just brought a shit ton of people back all at once. I mean, you were saying that back when they were doing it. I think it was around the time Loomis fucking returned. You're like, I, I hope that they don't just keep doing returns every fucking week. And sure enough, they fucking did. <laughs> Up until I think what? Tegan Knox was the last one, right? And it's it was, like... No, it was Bronson Reed after Tegan Knox. It's like every week or every two weeks you can't keep doing this because I'm going to forget about the last one. And it's and like Cornette said the one time about Heyman. Like, Heyman always wanted a surprise on ECW TV. Well, it's like, if you have a surprise every week, then it's not a fucking surprise. <laughs> Tony Khan got lambasted for the same thing the past couple of years. He's like, there's a big surprise, and then it's Jay Lethal. There's a big surprise, and it's Mark Henry. There's a big surprise, and it's fucking Leo Rush or whoever the fuck else. Hey, like, hey, Jay Lethal was a much bigger surprise. Well, maybe not surprise, but talent in general than either of those two. Nothing gets yeah. Mark Henry. And now he's playing game. second fiddle to fucking Jeff Jarrett, a fucking giant Sanjay Dutt. Well, they could have done a lot more with him. That's uh, They should have done a lot more with him. Regarding Carrying uh, Cross, I just want to quote JBL here and say, you can't polish a turn. Oh, that on live TV was fucking gold. And now I'm like, just fucking fire Baron Corbin or send him back to NXT as the lone wolf. Have him just fire a him. couple... Have him destroy a couple people and then unsuccessfully challenge Braun, ba- Braun Breaker. 
Like, but, I keep yelling at Cross to shave his uh, fucking head. Like, Baron Corbin needs to grow some fucking hair again. Baron Corbin looks like that creepy guy that he looks like that mugshot photo you see in a grocery store in like a big city of like a pedophile that they can't find. Like, have Cross you just seen looks this like a banker. Or like a sex offender, and it's like, have you seen this man? And here's like bald Corbin with his shitty little mustache. Cross can shave his head and give the hair to Corbin, and he can start there. There you go. Gross. It'd be an elite hairdo. Hey, speaking of elite, um, after all that bullshit that these two guys went through, um, Mark Briscoe. Is finally all elite. It only Thank took his God. brother. It only took his brother dying to get him a contract. And they I haven't even had like him on take, TV yet. Yeah, they I have. would. Yeah, they have twice. They did. He beat. Uh, he beat uh, Josh Woods last night. Oh, okay. I mean, I know he was on the the tribute match or whatever, yeah. but fuck, there's been it's been like two weeks since that. I would he like to on take this week. opportunity to say that the next ROH pay per view, whatever one it is. Whenever it's going to be, Mark Briscoe defeats Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor Championship. Yep. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that's it's the time to do it. But, uh, it's the time to do it. Not not to say capitalize on someone's death, but capitalize on someone's death, you know? But And acknowledge the fact that Mark is talented as well. Mm-hmm. And he's still able to keep it together. And still able to promo the same way in everything, despite the fact that his brother just passed away. His nieces are in really bad shape. And mm-hmm. he's a Ring of Honor original. Like, he has been there since the beginning. And has yeah. not you really want people to <laughs> fucking subscribe to Honor Club or fucking watch Ring of Honor TV wherever it goes. Fucking give Mark Briscoe a run for like three or four months. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be long. Just no. up to get people to be like, you know what? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, pay-per-views, thank you for that. Anyway, um, Tony Khan discussed the possibility of doing Forbidden Door 2. What are you guys' thoughts on that? If there's not as many injuries and they actually put actual dream mod- matches and not something like Will Osprey and fucking Orange Cassidy on down. Or just continue as Fatal 4-Ways and Triple Threats, yeah. Be like if you're actually but... going to attempt book Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson without one getting hurt. Fucking maybe like a one-on-one Adam Cole. No, Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika. Oh, no, wait, I just said that. I don't fucking know. There's so many fucking talent turnover in New Japan right now. I don't know what the fuck to say about that. And hey, by the way, Osprey versus Cassidy was sweet. Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm not saying it wasn't good because it was. But at the same time, I there was nobody clamoring for fucking Osprey versus Cassidy. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay, I got you. That came out of kind of left field where it's like, oh hey, like it's gonna be this, and I know that Will Ospreay wanted to work with Orange Cassidy, but it was still like, come on, really? This is what you're selling as a dream match? Fucking people barely knew who Orange Cassidy was before AEW, despite the fact that he was Fire Ant as part of the colony. Huh. Fun fact. Uh, but uh, like, people didn't really give a fuck. And then it's like Orange Cassidy. Like, I mean, if people started giving a fuck. 
I still think that they're really missing the boat with Orange Cassidy, even though he's Same. North American or Atlantic or whatever the fuck champion he is. Um, like they shell out, they shelled out the money to Pixies for Where Is My Mind. They shelled out the money for Jefferson Starship Jane. Like they're giving him the good themes and shit, and yet you haven't made fucking little stress oranges that say Orange Cassidy or freshly squeezed. You haven't made fucking like. Orange Cassidy juice, like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> orange Cassidy, orange juice. You could make ice cream bars that's literally an orange creamsicle and call it the Orange Cassicle. <laughs> oh God, please no! And I'm not saying that because I don't like Orange Cassidy. I'm just saying that in general. <laughs> orange Cassicle. Jim Cornette would have a fucking fit. He'd have oh, a fit, but can you can you seriously sit there and tell me that if you went to an AW show and you could get orange cassicles, like even if it was like six of them for like five dollars, and it's just got orange Cassidy's face on the fucking popsicle, you're telling I, me you wouldn't fucking buy those? No, I wouldn't buy it. Because I fucking would. I, I bet would. you would. <laughs> orange cassicles? Fuck I yeah. Would just for the sheer obscurity of it. <laughs> oh my god. And um, this is the perfect crowd for us. I got to ask you this out of uh, New York, Beverly Hills, uh, Potomac, Dubai. um, What's your favorite season of Real Housewives? The only reason I know about Real Housewives is because (laughs) Teresa Giudice was on Celebrity Apprentice way back when. That's the only reason I fucking know about that fucking shit. Oh, okay. I thought I thought we'd be the perfect crowd for this. So, uh, what would you guys say to a Real Housewives of WWE show? No, please, dear God, oh, no. No, with Chelsea Green and fucking Nikki Bell. Or no, wait. You'd have Chelsea um, Green. You'd have Keith Lee because you can't put Meechin on there. You put Keith Lee on there. But he's not a housewife. Hey, you yeah. don't know that. If I look at Mia Yim and fucking Keith Lee, and I'm pretty sure Keith Lee is the one that does the cooking and shit at home. He's I just think got one the of the na- apron and I shit. Scarlet. One of the names Maurice. discussed. Would you shut up? Beth Phoenix. One of the names discussed is Randy Liv Orton's Morgan. wife. Randy Orton's wife? Who the fuck is that? She's a lady. He has a wife. Why? They're married. Why did she have, why does he have make a lady? It sur- make it like the surreal life. You get a big ass house. You put Maurice and Scarlett and fucking Beth Phoenix and Becky Lynch and fucking uh, Cora Jade because she's with Braun Breaker. But if you, wife. If you especially get women that aren't in the wrestling business, it's going to be a goddamn mess. <laughs> It'll Chelsea just Green? be fucking brutal. Chelsea Green can talk about how her husband collects fucking toys. But he will always be Edge's bitch. He, oh, Joe Hendry is fucking great. Did y'all see that? I fucking loved that. That was great. Oh my Joe God. Hend- I still, I still fucking every now and again will go back and watch Joe Hendry doing the parody of fucking Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi for Scotty Too Hotty. <laughs> he wasn't quite as over as Rikishi's ass. <laughs> <sighs> uh, in our final bit of news here, a little bit of sad news, of course. The wrestling world has lost Jerry Jarrett. So, top five Jerry Jarrett matches go. I can't name any Jerry Jarrett matches. I will say, though. Well, then you fucking suck. Hey, you fucking suck, too. So, fuck you. So, (laughs) but what I'm saying, though, is that as much as I rag on Jeff Jarrett, I have read that 
Jeff was going to skip Dynamite last night to be with his mom. And his mom basically told him, your father would never be okay with you skipping a wrestling show to be with me because he died. So Jeff still went ahead and did the match last night. So I got to give him respect for that. Like, I mean, I may hate on Jeff Jarrett, like whatever. But like, if you're going to go out the night your fucking father died and you wanted to be with your mom and she told you not to because of your dad, like, you know what? Kudos to you. That's fucking dope. Um, I don't know five Jerry Jarrett matches, but I did find one on YouTube that was enjoyable with Jerry Lawler, of course. Um, just a, you know, a legend of, um, uh, of, uh, fucking Kentucky and like, uh, uh, oh my God. Why am I fucking lost for words right now? <laughs> <laughs> he bought world class. Yeah, um, but uh, just like that area, um, legend in the business, uh, promoter, uh, just a great mind for wrestling. He's part of the reason why Impact Wrestling is still around to this fucking day. 22 years after its inception. Memphis, that was the word I was looking for, Memphis. Fuck yeah. There is a rumor going around that because Jeff Jarrett didn't skip... um, last night's dynamite that he is starting a new uh, business venture that is global forest caskets oh, uh, fuck. wow <laughs> jeez now that's too soon <laughs> fuck never too soon for a casket joke that's oh, too bad man. though it's, it's it's shitty to yeah. hear but i mean he was like he was 80 so he was getting up there you know? oh he had cancer apparently i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that either yeah all right, so that was the news this week. Uh, so we're gonna move on to our games we like to play here. It came well, from. Wait a minute. What's about? What about? What's up my ass? Oh yeah, yeah what's up Nick's yeah, ass? Okay. Nick, what's up your ass? We talked about how Karrion Cross was bitching about how he's being used in WWE or lack thereof. I want to mention the fact the fucking. I feel bad for poor Chad Gable. You've had him in Alpha Academy now for over a fucking year, and now you're going to make Otis Otis, which I think is going to be fucking hilarious, but Chad Gable's going to be on his own again. That fucking dude, I'm sorry, he could be a hell of a lot more than what he is. Yeah. One of the more talented people on the fucking WWE roster, and somebody like Karrion Cross is complaining about how he's being used. Fuck you, Karrion Cross. I want to see them actually do something legitimate with Chad Gable and not just, here's my fat tag team partner that's going to go to another fucking team. Not Shorty G. Have another romance angle with fucking Maxine Dupree. No Shorty G. None of this horse shit. Yeah. Like, to begin with, they really fucked up when they split up American Alpha. That never should have fucking happened. And if they really wanted Kurt Angle to have an illegitimate son... It should have been fucking Chad Gable. He fucking looks like Kurt Angle. You shave his head, he would be Kurt Angle fucking .5. Kurt Angle Jr. <laughs> and every Jr. single time, every single time along the way, despite the fact that Chad Gable has got all this shit over, well, maybe not Shorty G, but like the team with Shelton Benjamin, the team with Bobby Roode, the fucking team with Otis. He has got those over. Shoosh! Shoot, please. 
And yet, one of the most talented guys they have that didn't come from the independents is about to be thrown into the fucking singles crowd again and just get matches on main event, and it's fucking horseshit. Yeah. He's he's so damaged at this point. Like, you kind of need to send him away. Like, send him to NXT or something and have him build up something there and then bring him back. I don't know. But I agree. Like, they, they've Carmelo never done Hayes anything good for him. After beats Braun Breaker, then have Chad Gable go after Carmelo Hayes, and I'd be down with that. Fuck yeah. Because if anybody can make something work, it's fucking Chad Gable at this point. You think Carmelo Hayes is going to beat fucking Braun Breaker? At stand and deliver? Hell yeah. And then Braun Breaker is going to debut after Mania. Hell yeah. Mm. I think that's what happens. Mm. I could see Braun Breaker being the challenger for Gunther after Gunther beats Sheamus and McIntyre or whoever at Mania. And that's how Braun Breaker debuts. Or the challenger for whoever the U.S. champion is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, be the top guy on Raw, maybe. But that's what's up my ass. Chad Gable getting the shaft a fucking again. All right, now we're moving on to It Came From eBay and the Three Word Dance. And we always start with It Came From eBay, where where I give these two, uh, three items from eBay, three wrestling-related items that I found on eBay and they got to see if they can figure out which one is going for the most expensive. And slowly price. but surely, I'm fucking climbing my way back up the ranks. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. And your first three are going to be five nine, a set of five 1993 WWF bookmarks. And the five bookmarks include uh, five of the top stars of 1993, that being Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect, the Undertaker, Lex Luger, and Doink. Um, the next one, of course, our favorite, our 1999 WCW Kevin Nash Frisbee. Nah. Um, and finally, is it the 2000 WWF Zippo Lighter that comes with a case? It's just the WWF logo with the WWF logo at the time under it. Get it? Which one of these three are going for the most expensive price on eBay? So wait, what was the middle one again? There's the bookmarks, the lighter. What's the one in the middle? The Kevin Nash uh, horrifying frisbee. The Kevin Nash horrifying frisbee. It stays on the counter during sex. Nightstand. That's what you're going with? Just staring at you. No, I'm actually going with the Zippo. Yeah, I'm going with the Zippo as well. Should have went with the frisbee. Fuck sakes. <laughs> it is the Kevin Nash Frisbee going for the price of $49.95. That's still too expensive for a Frisbee. For Especially for how it fucking looks. Jesus Christ. Haunts <laughs> yeah. you in your sleep. I yeah. Know, right? Damn. Uh, let's see. Your next three. You here. wake up screaming, no, big sexy, no. no. <laughs> uh, okay. Too sweet. As of this recording, Valentine's Day was two days ago. So your next item is a package of WCW slash NWO Valentine. Because <laughs> when I think Valentine's Day, I think NWO. Hell yeah. An... Oh, no. You're my new world order, brother. Talk about too sweet. That's what I was, I was going for, the too sweet one. Oh, you're too <laughs> sweet. Or 
is it a 1989 Survivor Series ad? But what's unique about this Survivor Series ad is that it's also an anti-smoking ad, too. It says, be a survivor, don't smoke. Oh, good. Does it have Hulk Hogan on it, too? It, it, I don't believe it did. It just said, be a survivor, don't smoke. And it was an advertisement for the 1989 Survivor Series. Ugh. Or is it a single... Yeah, is it a single unsharpened Andre the Giant pencil? Which one of these three are going for the most expensive price on eBay? <clears throat> as much as I want to say the Valentine's, I think it's the no smoking ad. Yeah, I was actually going to go with that too. Points, both of you. Uh, yeah. yeah. It is actually the 1980 yeah. Survivor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, be a Survivor, don't smoke Series, uh, Survivor Series ad going for the price of $19.95. Well, I guess it's a good thing I don't plan on buying that poster because currently it's still a smoker. I'm trying to quit. <clears throat> it's just a slow pro, 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 slow process. Fuck, it's hard to. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. And your last three here. Is it a lot of four? 1999 WCW NWO yo-yos still sealed and they you come with Goldberg Nash uh the WCW logo and the choose your side which has NWO black and white and Wolfpack on the other side oh um is it the TNA Hulk Hogan t-shirt signed by Brooke Hogan <laughs> <laughs> Or is it, or is it the 1990 sealed Brutus the Barber Beefcake Puzzle by Milton Bradley, still sealed? Oh no! Which one of these uh, three are going for the most expensive price on eBay? Fuck, that's a tough one. Because I really want to say the Hogan shirt signed by Brooke, but then I'm like the Brutus Beefcake Puzzle, still oh, sealed. Fuck, still sealed. The Brutus Beefcake Puzzle. That's just fucking so obscure. We can't end on a tie, so I'm going to go with the t-shirt. Damn it, Shelby, you suck. Points. Shelby. Damn it. Oh, shit. I should have gone with the t-shirt. DNA Hulk Hogan t-shirt signed by Brooke Hogan is actually going for the price of $49.99. You suck, Shelby. It's funny because I was going to go with the puzzle and I was like, well, it's we got to be different a tie on game, one. Though. It's still a tie game. So. True, true. Yeah. But still, fuck you. I'm still <laughs> winning, too. All right, now we're going to move I'm on. I'm creeping to... back up there. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Mr. Torres. Um, now we're going to move on to the three-word dance, which is um, a game where we give each other three words that relate to a wrestler, sometimes relate to a wrestler, <laughs> and we see if we can um, uh, make the connection. Hold on, I'm just writing down one that, I forgot to write down one earlier. There's uh, at least one of mine this week that you're not going to like me for. Probably. I swear to God, if it's fucking vacant. <laughs> oh, no, it's not vacant. Um, but it's perf vacant was perfectly valid because it does have a roster page. Yep. <sighs> the most decorated champion of all time. Exactly. 
you know? Has held all of the belts. Um, all right, your first three are knife, razor, sword. Drew McIntyre. No. Edge. Scott all. No, no. The knife. blade? Puck. Oh, nice. Knife, razor, and sword all have a blade on them. God damn nice. it. Nice. All right. My first three. Favorite. Luminary. Knight. Kane? Nope. Favorite, luminary, and knight? Yes. Knight as in, like, shining knight or knight as in night sky? Uh, as in, like, shining knight of armor kind of so thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Luminary. Frankie Kazarian. Nope. Bradshaw. Nope. Farouk. Nope. Flash Funk. Nope. Hmm. Hmm. Hint. Knockout. So you have Luminary. Favorite. Night. Night. Knockout. Bark Gun? Nope. Big show. Nope. Dale Kim? Nope. Mm. That was a good guess. I see where you're going with that. Um, Luminary Night. <gasps> oh, I don't know. AJ Lee? Nope. Fuck, I did nothing. Yeah, me neither. Favorite luminary and knight are all synonyms for the word hero. The knockout artist, Chris Hero slash Cassius Ono. <sighs> Fuck off. <laughs> well, I'm going to start off rather easy. All right. Pirate. Paul Birchall. Cat. Orange. Mm, okay. No, it's not Paul Birchall. Pirate what in orange? Cat. PCO. There you go. Shall we go? God damn PCO. it. <laughs> oh, it's me again. Fuck. I'm yeah. sitting here waiting. Um, da -da -da -da. Your next one being... All right. Your next three words are blood, burgundy, and red, as in the color. Cain. No. Blood, burgundy, red. 
all have to do with red. Blood, burgundy. Amazing red? No. Gangrel. No. Fuck. No. That wasn't a fucking guess. <laughs> Blood, burgundy, and red. Hmm. Hint. Everything. Fuck off. Edge? No. What? Blood, burgundy, red, your hint being everything. Eva Marie. I've been working on this one for a while, too. <laughs> Was it Eva Marie? God damn it! <laughs> did you not hear it the first time? <laughs> no, I didn't. When did he say okay. it? Like a couple seconds before he, he said it again. <laughs> I just thought of all red everything. I'm like, please, no. <laughs> yep. Blood, burgundy. Blood is red. Burgundy's a shade of red. And of course, red, everything, all red, everything, all the things related to red. So everything red, all red, everything, even Murray. Fuck. <laughs> Did you just hit the bell? Yeah, I threw my pan <laughs> and it hit it. <laughs> um, <Fuck>! All right. <laughs> my next three. Riches, valuables, pirates. All virtual. Nope. Good one, though. Riches, valuable, pirates? Yeah. Eddie Guerrero? No. Chavo Guerrero. No. Hector Guerrero. No. Mondo. No. Chavo Classic. No. Vicky Guerrero. No. Saul Guerrero. No. Hmm. Riches. Valuable. Riches, valuable. What was the last word? Pirates. 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 Oh, Thieves. Veer Mahan. Nope. What? Nope. Thief. Oh, that was hint. Padres. That was Padres. Never mind. Your hint is British. William Regal. Nope. Make all this. Damn it. Oh. Oh. Riches are valuables, treasure. Pirates are after treasure. Damn it. 
Okay. All right, so the next three words. Like I said, probably going to hate me with at least one of these. So, world, apart, money. Bray Wyatt. No. Yeah. Shane McMahon. You're in the ballpark. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. W-A-M also stands for what a maneuver. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking. I just wrote down the letters. Because, like, I knew it was going to be, like, a letter thing. So I'm looking at W-A-M. Like, what could it be? And then he said it. I was like, son of a bitch. That might be one of the best ones ever, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, okay, I'm not good. mad at that one. That was actually I was really one. pleased with myself when I came up with that. I was like, that's fun. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, your last two for me. Helmet. Beer. Ass. See, I was expecting the K word at the end of that, so that throws it, my guess. Helmet, beer, ass. Kurt Angle. No. What? Carrying Cross. No. No, I would have said, if it was Carrying Cross, I would have said shitty, shitty, shitty. No, and not Shawn Michaels. Helmet. Helmet, beer, and ass. Yes. Adam Page. No. Hint. Your hint being... Nod. Like I'm nodding. Nod. Daniel Bryan. No. What? I don't know. I've got fucking nothing. I have fuck. Like, no. <laughs> um, Triple H? No. No. Uh, Sandman? No. Yeah. Fucking beer. No. <laughs> Nick say Steve Austin? No. All right, Sandman? Steve Austin. I said Sandman. Game Storm. No. Billy Gunn. No. Helmet, beer, ass, your hint be a nod. Rikishi. No. Bobby Roode. No. Ah, fuck nothing. Helmet. Animal. No. Hawk. No. Sonny. No. Draws. No. Hide and Reich. No. Yeah, I'm done. I got nothing. That's the third time you said that. Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, good, th- good thing you're keeping count. <laughs> no, not Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> William Perry. 
No. The Brock Lesnar. What'd you say? Brock Lesnar. No. The fuck? No. <laughs> God damn it. No. <laughs> Stop it. No. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Okay, yeah, I give. How do you spell nod? N O D. Oh my god. God damn it, artists, you suck. Who is it? Is it Nation of Domination? Who's in the Nation of Domination? D Lo Brown. No. The Rock. No. Mark Henry. No. Owen Hart. No. Farouk. There you go. Ah. When Farouk first debuted, he wore that stupid fucking helmet. Helmet, yeah. Uh, him and Bradshaw used to drink beers and ass because they had that shirt for a while where APA always pounding ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Amazing. <laughs> All right, my last three. You know, that was a euphemism. <laughs> uh, son. Producer. Horseman. Sonny. Nope. Oh, I was thinking SPH, man. I was like, I got your ass on this one. <laughs> what were the words again? Because I just wrote down the letters. <laughs> Son. Producer. Horseman. S-O-N or S-U-N? S-O-N. Oh, okay. I wrote down S-U-N. Oh, okay. Tyson Kidd. No. Arn Anderson? Nope. Brock, Brock Anderson. Anderson. Nope. Oh, uh, Jason Jordan. Nope. Dustin Rhodes. Nope. Um, shit. Oh, that... That? Tully Blanchard? Nope. Jerry Jarrett? No. Jeff Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett. I got a Jerry Jarrett one. No. Hint. Spy. Fuck off. (laughs) Kurt Angle? No. Hornswoggle? Nope. Curtis Axel. Nope. Bo Dallas. Nope. Paul Roma. Nope. JJ Dillon. Nope. David Flair. Nope. Reed Flair. Nope. Randy Orton. Nope. Bob Orton. Nope. Fuck. What the? Jane, Jane Blonde. No. I've got nothing. I'm about out, man. Um, Rick Flair? Nope. Uh, Sid Justice? Nope. Carrie Von Eric? Nope. Kevin Von Eric? No, it's not a Von Eric. Sting? No. All right, I'm out.
Yeah, no, I'm out. All right, he was a horseman. He's also a current AEW producer, and he's the son of Boris Malenko. You Dean fuck. Malenko. Fuck. God damn it. I said every fucking horseman except for those two. <laughs> him and, like, Benoit, I think. <laughs> yeah, him, Benoit, and fucking Malenko. You know, fucking yeah. God damn it. McMichael, you mean. Yeah, McMichael, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my last three words. Diet. Blazer. Pipe. Owen Hart. No. Simon Dean? No. Diet blazer pipe. Oh, um, CM Punk. Yes. John. You can even you wear sp- my blazer. You spilled my <laughs> diet soda. How could you spill my diet soda? Then you could even wear my blazer and then, of course, the pipe bomb. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna you could some- even wear my blazer. I'm going to need you to do commentary. Can I wear your blazer? You can wear my blazer. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need you to ring the bell, too. Double pay? Yeah, double pay. Uh, oh, my God. That's, like, one of the best. Uh, I got a whole table down there full of pipe bombs, and you can go down there and say anything you want. Can I wear your blazer? You can wear my blazer. I'm in. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So that was our game. We'd like to play, and we're going to play uh, Don't Forget the Lyrics Wrestling Edition after our review of WrestleMania 10, which we're about to get into here. Uh, but before we get to that, we want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, MoviesRUSA.net, um, which uh, they're a great website. you got to head on over uh, to MoviesRUSA.net where you can find hard-to-find movies and TV shows that are not available uh, on Blu-ray and or DVD that have either never been released on those formats or haven't been released on those formats in quite a long time or just hard-to-find, like TV shows like Get a Life. It's on DVD, but it's hard-to-find at a nice, reasonable price, like at MoviesRUSA.net. And they have over 3,000 titles to choose from at a reasonable price. And if you go on over there and you're like, hey, these prices just aren't reasonable enough for me. We got you covered. Head on over there. Use the checkout code three-way, the word or the number. doesn't matter which one. We got them both on lock. And you will save 50% on your purchase. That is five, zero. <clears throat> what other uh, checkout code is going to give you 50%? Not a lot of them. And on top of that, if you spend over $50, you're going to get free shipping in the united states and if you don't want to spend 50 dollars, you will only have to pay five dollars shipping in the united states but don't worry international listeners we look at the analytics we know you're we know you're listening to canada and united kingdom and hungary france india united arab Emirates. we know you're listening out there so if you sound if you're listening you're like hey this movie's our usa sounds like a cavalcade of fun i want some of that action well hey you can head on over there too pick out what you like still use that checkout code three-way save yourself 50 percent. the only thing that we ask is that you pay the exact shipping price to your country of origin because it is it is expensive to ship out of the country slash overseas and you can still pick from that 3,000 titles, and if you look through those 3,000 titles, you know, like, hey, they don't have what I want. Message them. He's more than happy to look for a request that you are looking for, and if they can get it, they will put it on Blu-ray or DVD by special request for movies only. Unfortunately, TV shows will not go on DVD, um, and he will still give you that reasonable price with that checkout code at 50% off. So, 
hey, it's a great deal for everybody. So head on over to MoviesRUSA.net today. Use that checkout code 3-Way and let them know that artist Nick and Shubs from the 3-Way Dance Wrestling Podcast sent you. That was probably the best read I did on that in a long time. Yeah, because we were quiet. I know, yeah. Nobody coughed. Nobody fucking opened a snack. Nobody fucking inhaled a vape. Nothing. Oh, I did. You just didn't hear it. (laughs) Very good, then. Yeah, I know, right? I'm getting better. Very good. I think I had like one little slip up there and then in the ad and we're good. You know? Even after well, you sounded amazing. Episode, you're still Th- thank you. Yeah. You know? I know I was doing the ones like before the show for a while, but then I was just like, you know, I kinda like doing the libraries better. <laughs> All right, so let's get into WrestleMania ten, the tenth anniversary of WrestleMania, which Oh man, yeah, yeah. I was I was talking to Shelby about this before the show, and like when you know when I was a kid, I used to rent like wrestling tapes and shit. Um, and like through a kid's eyes, watching this show, this was a fucking amazing show. Like oh my god, I'd rewind the tape and watch it again. But now watching it through like a critic's eyes, uh, mm-hmm. I I have a very different opinion about some of these matches. You know, most of these matches, a lot of them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the opening package, which I understand this is like 1994 or 1995 WWE, but the opening package, I'm like, did y'all even try? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Little Richard did the uh, America the Beautiful, which. Listen, that was different. <laughs> I, listen, I respect Little Richard like a motherfucker, but like he kept doing this one little thing. And was, I don't know if y'all watch it or skipped it, but like, you know, it just I, felt I, like he was trying to be Michael Jackson. Yes. That's exactly what I was getting to. It was like, he would say, Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That little, ah, uh, yeah. That's what I was like. I'm like, what the fuck is that dude? <laughs> like he sounded fine and everything, but that little, uh, like he kept throwing in there. He kept trying to make it little Richard when like America, the beautiful shouldn't sound like little Richard. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, and that's what was irritating me. Anyway, that's enough about the opening there. Um, but the first match is probably one of the most talked about matches from this show, other than another one we'll talk about later. Uh, Bret Hart taking on his brother Owen Hart, and uh, I did like the little, you know, again they didn't really have video packages back then, but I did like the recap that they gave. Yeah, going into they had a match. good story going into it. Yeah, and I like how this was. Um, WrestleMania 10, I think Bret Hart would be here for like three more WrestleManias, and they were already referring to him on commentary as a veteran. And then on top of that, he would be at, he would quote unquote wrestle at WrestleMania 26. Yeah. I don't know. I found that funny. Um, Vince really got into that camel clutch that fucking Bret put on Owen. He was really selling that thing. <laughs> like, oh, oh, is he going to tap? Is he going to tap? You know. <clears throat> um, I wonder if Undertaker shit in Owen Hart's bag for using the tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> he did it better than when he did it to Austin. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, nice working of the leg by Owen. Uh, like, Owen was really selling that leg. And, you know, I don't know if y'all noticed it, but there was three people in the front row. Um each wearing a letter of the WWF. There was a guy wearing a W and a girl wearing a W and then the guy wearing an F. And like the first guy wearing a W and the last guy wearing an F were like really into the fucking show. And like the they girls were yelling. Just like great. The girl was just like, you can just tell they're like, listen, we just need somebody there to wear the fucking W, man. 
You're, you're going to have a great time. I'm telling it's you, It's not man. WF. It's WWF. Yeah, you're going to have a great time. I'm telling you. And, like, those two guys are, like, really into the show. And this chick's like, God damn it. They would have been better off just to buy a seat and put the shirt on the seat. You know, they, yeah, they were just, like, that girl's just like, why did I, that girl's like, why, why did I let them drag me to this shit, man? Why am I here? Yeah, you know, like, I just, I just saw that and I was just like, okay. Um, and none of those guys got laid that night. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was strange. Again, I understand this is 94 WWF, but it was strange seeing a figure four leg lock without everybody shouting, woo, as he did it. Yeah. Um, Great Bulldog by Brett. And uh, God damn, that pile driver Brett did and Owen selling it. God damn. Yeah. Fucking Owen sold that shit like death. And you know what? This has always been like a topic for this match. And everything. That, that, that little fucking white thing on Owen's mouth. Yeah. I'm watching the match as I'm reviewing it. And like, um, I see Owen on the mat cough up some spit and kind of like i wouldn't say suck it back into his mouth but like he kind of spit and it went back into his mouth and i was like oh my god there it is <laughs> that's what it is it all these years i've wondered what the fuck that little white shit on his mouth was or where it came from and i fucking saw it there hmm. it was right there i saw it um oh yeah can, can we talk about how brett clearly fucking tapped out yeah Again, that's just him trying to, because nope. technically, nope. yeah, nope. yeah, nope. yeah, nope. I'm going nope. to argue this wrong. one. Nope. I am wrong. going to argue this one because technically you're supposed to tell the ref you give. The tap is only for a physical, like people in the cheap seats can see you tapping. He was hitting the mat out of frustration. He didn't give up. Nope. I will argue that. He tapped. No. Anyway, with all that being said, though, um, I'm not, again, you know, people who listen to this podcast, you know, all three of you, um, <clears throat> although last week's episode did extremely fucking well, so thank you very much for that. Mm. Um, but I will say, uh, people who listen to me, you know, y'all know I love the fucking flippy shit. I can watch fucking Lucha Bros and Young Bucks go at it and shit like that and have a great fucking time, whereas, you know, Shelby would want to fucking, you know, rip out his own dick and stab himself in the eye with it. Um, but like this match, like even as a kid, I could get behind this match and this match, I will say held up, um, over time. So with that being said, I I had, I have to give it the five stars, five stars all the way. Five stars. Hell yeah. Just from like the beginning of the entrances, when they announce from Calgary, Alberta and everybody starts cheering and then Owen's music plays and it's just instant. Oh yeah. Boo. Just fucking so well done. The whole feud was well done. The match was well done. And I thought the finish was great too, because it made it so that Owen beat Brett with a wrestling move, but it didn't really make it that Owen was better than Brett. Owen was just on par with Brett. So yeah, great match. Five out of five. Oh, I think that's the first time we all got the same grade on something. <laughs> Problem. One of the few. One of the few. All right. Coming up next. Oh, no. I think first we saw the president imposter talking at IRS, which whatever. Yeah. Um, usually I sit and watch all the fucking segments when we do these fucking paper reviews. This is when I was like, fuck this shit tonight. I'm, I'm not watching this shit. Yeah. Um, Howard Finkel with hair. Yeah. Oh, was that before this? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, Cy Sperling in the Hair Club for Men. He's not only the founder, he's a customer. You know. Um, oh, excuse me. Next up is a very bizarre mixed tag team match. It is oh, Bam fault. Bam Bigelow and Luna Vachon taking on Doink and Dink. Um, good drop <laughs> kick by Bam Bam. Uh, great kick by Luna onto um, uh, fucking dink like dink was like putting his fucking you know his dukes up and shit and luna just fucking kicks him i thought it was a great kick um good leap by luna from the from the she goes to the top and goes to like that splash great leap great bump with it because dink rolls out of the way and she takes that bump very good um did it to do good what oh good comedy with dink like, Dink did, like, the run around the ring as they try and, like, jump on him. And they just kept missing him and shit. I thought that was a good little comedy spot. Uh, Doink had a great DDT. Overall, though, I think if this match would have went just a smidge longer, I know that probably kills some of y'all, but I think if it just went a smidge longer, had a little bit more competitiveness rather than more comedy. Like, the comedy bits in it I thought were great. Um, but, like, I just think if it had just a little bit more heat to it, Cause like Bam Bam and Doink had this feud going back to fucking I think Royal Rumble, mm. but like I think if it just had a little bit more heat in the match rather than more comedy, I think they could have did the comedy bits too. But I just think if it had a little bit more heat in it, it could have been a lot more fun in a sense. So for that, I'm gonna give it two and a half. What a waste of fucking time. Point five. Oh wow. my god. You were even more fucking vicious about it than I was. Um. You can't take this shit seriously. It's a terrible misuse of Luna and a terrible misuse of Bam Bam. Um, at least they won, I guess. One out of five. Oh, my God. Damn. <sighs> yeah, no. Wow. Y'all are some heartless bastards. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, coming up next is Macho Man versus Crush in a Falls Count Anywhere Get Back to the Ring in a Minute match. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, and I'm like, why 60 seconds? Yeah. Like, I can understand, like, pin them outside, get back to the ring in 10 seconds. I could probably wrap my head around that concept. I but guess. Why it's still, it's still odd. It felt like, I don't know, watching this whole thing, it just felt like a WCW match from, like, 95. <laughs> but but so we did weird. get something good out of this match. We got the birth of the 10-count spot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, the, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just the ten count spot gets way overdone and it's too contrived a lot of the time now. So, I don't but know. this was the birth of it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you, Savage and Crush. Vince forgot the rules to the match when Macho hit the elbow off the top rope and then he started rolling them outside and Vince was like, well, how come he's not pinning them? And I'm like, fuck, you don't remember the goddamn rules? Did they like, announce that you had to pin them on the outside at the beginning of this? Because I don't remember them an- announcing that. They said false count anywhere, but I don't there think a reason they why they couldn't set I was in the like, ring? what in the fuck? Yeah. yeah, I don't think they did, but like still, like for the... For the it became view- pretty obvious at one point. Like that's yeah, what but like for the home viewer, when like Vince is like, how come he's not pinning them? And we're like, what? You bitch, you, you just said we have to pin them outside. Yeah, yeah. You know? It became uh, a little obvious what the point of the match was, right? Yeah. yeah. Hell of a top over the 
a hell of a bump over the top by Savage. Um, the upside down would have been a fucking cool visual had he have stayed up there. Yeah. I think that'd been a cool visual. That'd been one of them things we'd still be looking at to this day had Crush have stayed up there. Um, I think it, uh, overall, I just think it, it. I don't know. This match has always seemed fucking bizarre to me. Even as a kid, it was fucking weird. Yeah. You know, but you know what they did in it, I thought was decent. It was really, it, it didn't stink up the joint. And it wasn't fucking, but it was no fucking classic either. So two and three quarter stars. Only two for this one. I love Randy Savage, but I just couldn't. This was just, ah, fuck. Yeah, I just wrote what and, uh, um, okay, two out of five. And they did another fucking uh interview with the fake Bill Clinton and everything this time with Million Dollar Man. Like since when was Vince a Democrat? Yeah. I think he's just into whoever the current president <laughs> is, I guess. Because Bill Clinton would have been the president at the time, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Coming up next, this this is where y'all these next two matches, I think y'all are gonna be really shocked with my greed here. Um next up is Alundra Blaze. Defending the WWF oh, women's fuck. title against Leilani Kai, who Leilani Kai, the only person on this card who was at WrestleMania 1 and WrestleMania 10. She, wow. And she, Roddy Piper was too, actually. He didn't have a match on this one, I guess. Technically. Oh, yeah, but I, yeah, I see your point, though. I see your point. Yeah. Um, but the first thing I noticed is like, man, they did a jobber entrance for WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, for Leilani Kai. And goddamn, can this fucking referee they have for this match count any fucking faster? <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't notice that. Oh my god, go back and watch this again and like wait for a pinfall. He's like, one, two, he's like, fuck, calm down. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Just knows he's got to rush oh it up my for god. another match I'm later. Like, can you fuck like every time I'm watching him count, man, like, fuck, dude. You gotta, you know, one. Too, like fucking calm down, but he's like, oh fuck, calm down. A little less cocaine, a little more weed. Yeah. <laughs> um, good spin kick by Blaze. Uh, I love the German suplex out of nowhere. I found myself really enjoying this match for some reason. It was not again. It was nothing like extraordinary. This, this is not a five star classic by any means, but like just like. It was a nice little filler match. I found myself enjoying it. Three and a half stars. I only gave this one. I was like, why the fuck are we here? Oh, my God. <laughs> the only thing I really have of note is there was a leapfrog spot that I don't know if they called it right in the ring. But uh, Alundra Blaze runs to Lilani Kai or whatever her name is. And, like, yeah. she has to, like, crawl down on her hands and knees to get underneath her. I don't know if it was just a fucked up spot or what, but oh uh, yeah, I know yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, yeah. it just looked like she crawled under it just for shiggles. It looked fucking stupid. But, yeah. <laughs> um other than that though, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't yeah. great. Like you said, it didn't offend me, but it wasn't terrible. Um I gave it a three. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun watching this match. I was like, mm. I don't know why. And even as a kid, I don't remember like really like being into it that much. But like now I'm just like, man, this is actually fucking Give it a little bit more time, and I think they could have had a, a real yeah. a lot more fun with it. They could have know? probably had a better match with them. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I think it was it was under nine minutes, so. Yeah, it was, oh, well, 
It was yeah. like yeah. three minutes. Three, three minutes, 20 seconds, sorry. If they gave yeah. it like 10 minutes, then yeah, I think it could have been something a little bit better. Hell, give it seven, and I think they would have, you know, tore it down. Yeah. A little, yeah. You know? But like, yeah, I was really into this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, Coming up next is the Quebecers versus Men on a Mission, which the fucking Quebecers got like a fucking entrance during whatever video package they were showing. Oh, PCO. Yeah. Look at how young he is. And fucking, well, speaking of fucking age here, why does Mo always look like he's like 65 fucking years old? <laughs> yeah, he looks like an old fuck. And I think Mo was like fucking like, what, late 20s, early 30s here? Yeah. He just he grayed early, like he like, I guess. Yeah, he was always looking like fucking 65. Um, Quebecers got a jobber entrance. Um, oh, yeah, you know, the Quebecers did a spot you don't really see that much anymore. And that's like um, uh, the when the referee's distracted, but they want to do a tag. So they do the, the clap. Oh, yeah. Clap. You don't see that that much anymore. No, you don't. You don't. It's it's yeah. one of those things that they need to bring back, I think. Yeah. And, you know, they I make the sound so the ref thinks that the tag happened. Yeah, I don't even think yeah. even the uh, FTR slash the Revival even does that spot. And they do, like, a lot of those old-timey. Well, yeah, I mean, they couldn't now because they're baby faces. But I don't know well, about yeah. when they were heels. I'm not sure. I don't think they did. Uh, they no, might have at one so. point, but it's definitely hey, not hey, something to see know. often. But yeah, that's the one you do. You see that much anymore. Um, nice back body drop, double team by the Quebecers. Uh, good dive by PCO for fucking ninety four. Um, and then the nice uh somersault uh into Jacques by Mo. Like Mo just ran off the rope and just did a fucking full on somersault into him. You know, I was like, God damn! All right. Uh. <laughs> Mabel with a great wheel kick. This was another one. Like I found myself like getting really into the match. I was like, holy fuck, man, this is kind of dope and everything, man. So three and three quarter stars. Again, only two. It was a really big meh. Like Mabel and Mo, I was surprised by and the Quebecers too, but I was just like, I just can't. Like I'm too distracted by Johnny Polo not being Raven and fucking. It just. <laughs> I, there, there was just something missing for me, and I'm like, that's Mabel, not Viscera, not Big Daddy V. Mo looks fucking old, even though he's not. Here we are talking about whoop, there it is, and it's like, you didn't even try and get tag team to fucking sing you to the ring to whoop, there it is. Like, fuck. Oscar sang him to the ring, man. And? <laughs> it's Oscar! Sure. <laughs> yeah i don't know i um i struggled in this match to really pay yeah. attention or care yeah i don't know if it's just because i'm over men on a mission i'm watching a lot of um superstars from like 95 lately and uh i don't know if it's just i'm over men on a mission or what i just i really couldn't get into this i gave it a two out of five yeah, I, like uh, as a kid like i just you know i was so mad that you know they didn't really win the tag titles even though they were like fucking holding them like they did um, but like, but like watching it now, I was really getting into it, man. Yeah. You know? Maybe like I just Qu need to rewatch it. Quebecers did their little double team shit. And, uh, I think, Ma I think they did it to Mabel and Mabel kicked out or no, Mo kicked out. I think it was Motive kicked out, you know, plus PCO is doing the shit that he's still doing now, you know, in 94. Think about how many people were doing dives in fucking 94. Yeah. And fucking, you know, Pierre's doing them then. 
and shit. And like, I don't know. I just found myself having a really good time with this match. And then when it was over, I was like, oh, you know, that's why I was like, I got to give it three and three quarter. I couldn't do four because I was just like, I can't do it. You know? All right. Next up is our first of two. That's right. Two WWE championship matches. And it is Lex Luger made in the USA. Lex Luger. Taking on Yokozuna. And first, we're introduced to our special referee, Mr. Perfect. And the first question I have is, uh, were the striped pants really necessary, too? Yes. striped pants were dope. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> Hell, yeah. I don't all know if I'd call them all dope. All the shit but... you have said on the show, and the one thing I point out negative, you're just like, uh, yeah, those are fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, those are fucking, I like those pants. <laughs> They were a little over the top, but they were kind of good for Mr. Perfect. I don't know. I wouldn't like to see Roddy Piper wear them later. But... If you will. Yeah. There uh, you go. Yeah. Lex Luger runs off yeah. the ropes. Yeah. Lex Luger runs off the ropes and just does this, like, weird leaping elbow. And I'm just like, what the fuck was that? I mean, Yoko got out of the way, and I was like, what the fuck was that, dude? You know? Um, I believe it was Vince. Oh, no. Lawler said it. And Lawler said this, quote, Perfect is counting way too fast. I'm like, get that fucking ref from the women's match. <laughs> fucking sing a different story. You think perfect's counting too fast? Get the fucking ref from the women's match. Holy shit. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Wouldn't it have been like, uh, I think like there was like a little bit of tension at one point, just a small bit of tension between Yoko and um, Perfect. We're like, Perfect's like, hey, I'm the official. So, wouldn't it have just been easier for Yoko to hit Perfect, take a DQ, save some energy for Brett? I mean, yeah, but they still got to, he still wants to beat Perfect, or Perfect, Luger. Yeah, I don't know. I just looked at it, I was just like, just fucking hit him. <laughs> DQ, you fucking retain the title regardless. You lose the Lex, but you retain the title, and then fucking you save all this energy for Brent later on. <laughs> and then fucking Luger celebrates like he did at SummerSlam. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like men on a mission celebrating. It's like, come on. Yeah. And the hate for Donnie Wahlberg, that crowd did not like Donnie Wahlberg. Holy fuck. Oh, oh, oh. Jim Cornette's golden pants. Also <laughs> distracting. His outfit was fucking weird. Very. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the golden racket. It was just kind of okay. This match was kind of there. Two stars. Uh, Luger was thrown outside at one point. I shit you not. If you didn't see this, go back and just find this moment. But Luger was thrown to the floor. Okay? He was thrown uh, to the floor like where that entranceway is. Yeah. He was thrown to the floor. He hit the floor, stood up, and fell into the guardrail. <laughs> Like, walked into the guardrail to fall into it. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Um, uh, da, 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 you know, yeah, that's where, what the fuck? And they did the fucking, ner oh, God, I saw the nerve grip more times in this fucking match than I think I've ever fucking seen it. <laughs> Plus, they did the whole, like, baby face fight back, and then the heel snuffs it out one too many goddamn times for me in this match. Right. Like, I get it. I get, I get the whole, like, okay, the baby yeah, yeah. is coming back, and the heel shuts it down. I get yeah. that fucking moment in the match, but I think they did it, like, I don't know, 47 times in this match? They did it at least three. Oh, my God. And I think it was just one too many. Right. I think it was, like, four. It might honest. have been four. 
and it was just or one, with the actual comeback, maybe. Yeah, I think it was just one too fucking many. Hmm. You know, like every time I I can get once, maybe twice, but like fuck, man, they just did it too many times, and that's when I was just like, fuck this match, dude, I'm over it. Plus, Lex doing his weird elbow and like being thrown to the floor to stand up to run into the guardrail like he's a retard. Uh, fuck, it, only for the people involved. I'm giving it two and a half, and I think I'm being generous of that. I gotta say, I disagree with you on this one. I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Um, of course you would. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, just Yoko looking like a fucking schlob with his... It looked like he had fucking chewing tobacco in his fucking lip, and he's got drool fuck coming out of him when he's got fucking Luger down, and he's holding him with the nerve hold, and I think he locked something else in at one point. Um... But I, I did. I really did enjoy this. And I think that maybe, probably not here, but I think at one point they should have put the belt on him, probably at SummerSlam. They should have put the belt on fucking Luger. Um, but it was also a great way to build uh, Luger and Perfect uh, for a future match as well. I gave it a four out of five. Mm, okay. Are you serious? Yeah, I fucking enjoyed it, man. Oh. Great babyface comebacks. Fucking loved it. <laughs> I just, I just couldn't do the fucking like once he snuffed him out the third time with the belly to belly or fourth time with the belly to belly suplex. I was like, all right, that's it. I'm fucking done. I could give a fuck less about your next comeback now. <laughs> you know. Then he came back, got the clotheslines, got the forearm and everything. Then he shoves fucking perfect, gets DQ'd, and I'm like, good. I'm glad he got DQ'd. You're a fucking idiot. I'm done. I'm done watching this match. Um. Then uh, Harvey Wolfman is out there making fun of uh. Uh, Howard Finkel's new hairstyle when uh, Harvey Whippleman then, sh- or no, I'm sorry, Fink then shoves Harvey Whippleman, then Adam Bomb shows up the fuck up Finkel, then Earthquake shows up, and the bell rings for the next match, and it's over. Yep. Uh, <laughs> match of the night, six stars. I'm gonna upgrade, upgrade this to three. It was a beautiful and effective squash. I'm kidding. I gave it one star just for the people involved. Because <laughs> it wasn't really, it wasn't really a match. So I'm giving it one just because the finish of Earthquake is, you know, it's simple but cool. So one star. But it's not like an offensive one star. Let me just stress that. Yeah. It's not like yeah. this match sucks. One star. I'm giving it one star because it was barely a fucking match and it was cool to see the Earthquake finish. Yeah, it didn't really feel like it needed to be on the show, but it wasn't like that atrocious to watch. I gave it a two. Yeah. Uh, coming up next now. Let me, let me stress this before fucking going. I mean, if y'all have something to say about this, you're more than welcome. You'll have the floor. But like, let me just say this: going into this next match, which is the Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon ladder match. Let me let me tell you guys, I have seen this match so many fucking times. Yeah. So many times, and it's a great match. I'm not fucking. I, I'll tell you right now. I gave it five stars. Five star match. But, like, watching the show, I was like, I've seen it so many times. Plus, I've seen so many fucking reviews on it that, like, yeah. I don't think there's anything that I can say that's going to add to anything else fucking out there. So, if you guys want to say anything, you're more than welcome to say anything. I'm not going to stop you. So, I gave it five stars. I just skipped a fucking match during the review because I was like, fuck it, seen it, whatever. Yeah. So, five stars. Exactly. If you want to add anything, Same. y'all can go for it. Um... It's the match that everybody says Shawn Michaels had a match with a ladder. And it is probably the best ladder match of all time. One of them, anyways. 
Um, watching it now, it was good, but I couldn't get into it. And I think it's just because we see so many fucking ladder matches these days. It just kind of goes, it's like goes in one ear out the other, you know, it just, I I've seen it. I've, I've seen it all. I've, I just, I, I don't, it didn't hit, it didn't hit me like it did the first time. That's for sure. Four out of five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and finally our main event, Red Hart, who also wrestled in the first matchup going for the WWF championship against Yokozuna and, uh, Special guest ring announcer Burt Reynolds, who gave no fucks. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Your next matchup for the WWF Championship is one fall. Here's your special guest referee, Rowdy. Rowdy, like he just gave no fucks. Yeah. Um, there Piper, for the payoff. Piper, who was uh, you know, making some counts of his own, was giving that women's title ref a run for his fucking money. Um. <laughs> Nice, ca- especially I, I on the ring out counts. Like he was fucking. Oh yeah, one, two, three, four. <laughs> I was like, you're we're back to like the fucking seventies on those counts. <laughs> oh shit! Like Bret Hart was really out there for like a three count. And, like fucking, he's up to seven. I'm like, what the? Bret's fuck? probably like, calm the fuck down, Roddy. <laughs> Slow down. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Did you get like preparation from the women's title ref earlier? Is that, is that who's trained you for this referee job? <laughs> All right, so when you go out there, Roddy, just fucking count as humanly fast as possible, man. Like, well, here, watch my match. Watch my match with Alundra Blaze and Leilani Khan. Just do that, okay? Um, <clears throat> I didn't really have a lot of notes for this, but uh, there was like a nice moment where I I can't remember if it was off the ropes, like running or like off the second rope, but like. Yoko catches Bret Hart like perfectly and then just nails him with a belly to belly suplex. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. And I fucking hate the finish so much. Oh my god, I thought I was gonna be the only one. Like that was dumb. Yoko, that was Yoko dumb. goes, Yoko goes for the fucking bonsai drop, and then just all of a sudden he's like, oh, 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 falls down, and Bret pins him for the win. I had to watch it a second time because I thought I missed something. <laughs> But I no, really didn't like there didn't. wasn't even a reason to think that like his leg gave out. He just he, fell. He just fell. So again, for the people involved and all that, sh- uh, two and a half stars, two and a half for me as well. Other than that, it was like, OK, but it was a little slow for me, which is uh, surprising, I'm sure. But yeah, I gave it a three. And I think it was pretty generous three. I'd yeah. say. And then. Bret Hart wins the title, celebrates, and then Owen Hart comes out, setting up their match at, setting up the most boring fucking cage match I've ever watched in my life at SummerSlam 94. I don't care what people say about them. Oh, it's the best fucking cage match ever. No, it's the most boring fucking match I've ever watched in my life. (laughs) Next to fucking Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart at WrestleMania 12. You know? So, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do we give WrestleMania 10? 6. I gave it a solid 7. I just wrote down 5 because, I mean, Owen and Brett is great. Michaels and Razor is great. You know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up it to a fucking six because I did find myself having fun with the tag team title match and Leilani Kai and Alundra Blaze. Um, 
Because again, like I said at the beginning, through a kid's eyes, when I when I watched this as a kid, it was a fucking awesome show, forward and backwards, and shit. But now watching it through like my eyes as a critic now, as I'm watching it and reviewing it and seeing how much I really do enjoy these matches, it's an entirely different fucking show. Um, yeah. So that's why I'm, uh, you know, I have to be a little bit more critical of this shit. You know, um, I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like and shit. You know, like you fucking I, Lex and Yoko. Oh my god. You know, uh, one more comeback, snuff out. I can't, <laughs> can't do it. You know, um, so yeah, I, I wrote down five at first, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give it a six just because I like those other two matches as well. So, all right, so six, there we go. So that was our review of WrestleMania 10, and next week we will be reviewing Elimination Chamber 2023. And there's some two Elimination Chambers. We got a. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Reigns. We got uh, Lesnar versus Lashley. Um, and I feel like there's another match. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't go Dominic and Rhea Ripley on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, all right. So now we move on to our fact of the week, which is usually Nick regaling us and usually like a fact or a story. So, Nick, what do you got for us? A two-for-one this week is WrestleMania 10 not only marked the first WrestleMania without Hulk Hogan, but also the last televised WWF match featuring Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he left for WCW shortly after this. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Now we're going to move on to our new game. Uh, don't forget the lyrics because I introduced a new game earlier called Medieval Gynecologist, but Shelby just couldn't get it. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was all my fault. Yeah. What Nick got it? He just wanted to know if we could use a calculator, <laughs> which I was okay with. But you, you were just like, uh, oh, so fucking whatever. Too many words. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard when I was like, where did I lose you? You're like at the word. All right. And I was like, that's the first word I said, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. So the way don't, uh, don't forget the lyrics is going to work. <clears throat> we have, uh, of course, song lyrics from our favorite WWE theme songs here. And, uh, we have left some words blank. Um, and you know, I, I wrote down like how many words you're going to have to guess for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, do y'all want the one that has um, four words missing, two words missing, or seven words missing? Four. Four. All right. <clears throat> Here's your lyric. Born and bred for success and fame, spending every top dollar, blank, 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 blank. Four words. Born and bred for success and fame, spending every top dollar on my fucking name. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> One, that's three words. On Two, my fucking I doubt name. That's extra. four words. On my fucking name? Yeah, that's four words. On my fucking name. Oh, oops. My bad. Okay. <laughs> All right, you debunked that one. But two, there's a fucking expletive in there, and I don't think that would be in there. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Born and bred for success and fame, 
spending every top dollar, blank, 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 blank. The wrestler is EC3. Just if that'll help you out. Oof. Is it the top 1% song? It is the top 1%. Fuck. I'm not going to get this. This is a ball and ass game. I went to go listen to it on Apple Music earlier, and they took it off Apple Music. I was so pissed. Oh, they did that with the undisputed one, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, let me go look. Because, you know, Apple Music shows you the lyrics and shit. So I was like, let me go get the lyrics. I can pick what part of the song I want them to guess. And, like, it wouldn't play. I was like, why is it not playing? And I saw that they took it off. I was like, what? Yeah. My brand, my brand, my name. That's right. Damn. Wow, I'm impressed. Born and bred for success and fame, spending every top dollar. My brand, my name. All right, who's going? I'll go next. Um. So, well, see, I didn't divide it into those kind of categories so i'll just fucking say that you need you see here it's not gonna be too easy so you need five words okay my pants couldn't be too tight that's when i learned to fight oh fuck my pants couldn't be too tight that's when i learned to fight Oh, um. Oh, fuck. It's Deuce and Domino's theme. Oh, fuck. But what is the next? Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's when I learned to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's when I learned to fight. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, fuck. What is it? Oh. Is it? Hold on, let me make sure. That's five words. Is it? That's when I'm all about cool. No. Fuck. Fuck. Five words. Na na da da na na. Fuck. I, I fuck. I can't remember it. I was watching at this time, but it's so hard to hear it when you're, like, watching the yeah. shows. I and saw it like, live! What are you talking oh, about? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was up, dude. I'm in a live, like, in their, like, second match. Oh, damn. Yeah. My pants couldn't be um, too tight. But, like, that's I never learned to fight. Da, 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 na, na. Sue took me all the way. So what's between that's where I learned to fight and Sue took me all the way? I can't remember it. I got nothing. All I keep thinking is like, I'm all about cool. And that, that's all I got. All right. James yeah. Dean defined the day. Sue took me all the way. Uh, cool. I'm all about cool. No other road. No other rule. But you, you act like a fool. You've got to be cool. Gonna take you to school. I'm all about cool. 
I fucking loved that theme, man. <laughs> Fuck no, really. Yeah. You can tell. All right, so I even did mine a little bit different. I have three that are missing one word, and then I have three that are missing a bunch of words. So okay. I'm going to start off with the one word ones first. Uh, okay. Make it easy. Um, first one is going to be, uh, you know, it's all about the blank. The boom. There you go. <laughs> Adam, Adam Cole, Cole baby. baby. <laughs> oh, you really thought outside the box for that one, didn't you, Copernicus? I said um, it was easy. All right. So do you want the ones with uh, two words or seven words? Seven. All right. <clears throat> baby, it's true. I got a one track mind, but it's hard. Oh, man, I know this one. Baby, it's true. I got a one track mind, but it's hard. Oh, I know the song now. Yeah. 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 Is how many words was did you say? Seven words. Seven words. Baby, it's true. I got a one track mind, but it's hard. Oh, <laughs> fuck. It's funny because, like, Bruce Pritchard always sings this one I'm fucking something to wrestle with. But, like, I haven't listened to that podcast in forever. Oh, no. Is, um... Oh, I wouldn't be at that part yet. <clears throat> this is, like, the first verse I'm thinking. Maybe second. Baby, it's true. I got a one-track mind, but it's hard. Damn. Oh, it's sitting there in my head, and I'm like, I can't <laughs> fucking think of this at all. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Can we guess per word? No. Yes. All right. Next word, when. No. Oh, okay. Fuck. <laughs> I have nothing. It's awful because I can hear it, but I have Yeah, I can hear the chorus. Nothing. I can hear the chorus in my head right now, but the rest of the song, I'm just like, fuck. Give up? Yeah. yeah. Baby, it's true. I got a one-track mind, but it's hard to concentrate around a girl like mine. Ah. To concentrate around a girl like mine. Yes. Damn. Okay, so it's me next, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Only a tight one can stop me on the dime. I'm a lover of every kind, the best. And you're looking for six words. Oh. You say it again. Only a tight one can stop me on the dime. I'm a lover of every kind. The best. Just look at me. Ain't I a sight to see? Nope. Fuck. Who's the wrestler? 
No. <laughs> I told you mine. Okay, fine. Uh, how uh, about I'll do this? Only a Taiwan can stop me on the dime. I'm a lover of every kind. The best. Yeah, that didn't help. Billy uh, Gunn. Oh, God. Only a Taiwan can stop me on the dime. Oh, okay. I was like, man, I'm a lover like ass, man. of every kind. The best in na 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 I'm a lover of every kind, the best. Looking for six words. Cause I'm a nice man. Yeah. Uh, of course, you pick like probably the most obscure part of the song that we don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. Only a Taiwan can stop me on the dime. I'm a lover of every kind. The best surprises always stick up from behind. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Damn. All right. Your next one is missing eight words. Jesus Christ. Fuck. Yes, eight words. I had to double check. <clears throat> Lights go down. I'm ready now. Tear this roof off of the town. Gonna give them what they came to see. Yeah. Wow. Next. Oh, okay. All right, the <laughs> last one just has two words. <laughs> Dor Washa Ik Mira. Talk about a headache. Oh my God. No way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us are going to be able to know. Desh Mitiro, man. <laughs> Here, I, I, I took a picture. I, I'm sending this to the group chat. I took a picture of this earlier because I went to go look at it on Apple Music. I'm like, does it have the lyrics for this written out? And I looked at it, and there it is. <laughs> I mean, I believe you, but <laughs> I know, but like, I'm just amazed it had the fucking lyrics. Oh, well, see, I had it right, too, <laughs> because I couldn't pronounce it properly. Fuck <laughs> sakes. Yeah, it's Deshmatero, or whatever. <laughs> but I can't okay. believe Apple Music had the fucking lyrics written out for that song. That's, that's pretty funny. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do the Great Kali one if they have the lyrics right now. So I go to the song, I press the lyrics, and I'll be damned. There they were. I was like, I'm taking a picture of this. So later on when they're like, what the fuck, Will? I can send them the picture of the lyrics. Do <laughs> I get a point anyway because I knew what it was? 
I guess, yeah, sure. I don't know you. if we keep track of points anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't keep it track, but shit. No, this was the point for thing I came up with. Okay, so my last one. There's no holding me back. I'm not driven by fear. And I want the next one, two, three, four, five lyrics. So there's no holding me back. I'm not driven by fear. Nah, 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 nah. I'm just driven by desire. No, it's you close got though. Four of them. You know what it is too. I, I do. Yeah. I don't have the slightest idea. There's no holding me back. I'm not driven by fear. I'm just driven, driven by, by anger. anger. There you go. There yeah. We go. And you're under attack. I'm just climbing up slowly. I'm the one and only. The tease, the lie. Stumble in your mind. The fear, the hope inside. The head here, head here. But whatever you need, ever you got, ever you want, I'll take back again. It's so funny because at first I was thinking that was Edge, and then when he started singing, it, I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" I haven't heard that song in so fucking long. Whose theme is that? Who do you think? I don't know. Oh, Chris Benoit. That song still gives me chills when I hear it. I fucking love that song. I haven't listened to it forever. I'm gonna add it to my fucking They've Spotify. Been, many times they've been requested to play that live, and they won't do it. I, they do have one live performance doing it. I've yes, seen. and that's the one that's on Spotify. The only edition on Spotify. They retired the song, that's why. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I technically have four more, but uh, I guess I'll just do one of them. Um, this one, you're looking for three words. Um, so... It goes, so I set out, crossed that way, strike them down to make them pay, change their ways. Get out my way. Nope. Damn. <sighs> Say that again. So I set out, crossed that way, strike them down to make them pay, change their ways, blank. Make them pay. No. Yeah. Figure out something that fits the rhyme scheme, though. It is, but it's kind of a shitty rhyme scheme, to be honest with you. Make my day. No. I've... Sorry, Who's so I sat out, cross that way. Yeah, strike them down to make them pay. Change their ways. I might have said way earlier. It's supposed to be change their ways. Blank, blank. Maybe they can go by the bay, make some things out of clay, eat some hay. Hey, I just, I just hay. hay. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. I wow. I, who who's the wrestler? AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing. I am phenomenal. Nope. Uh, it's the wrong theme. 
Uh, oh, fuck, you're using the TNA, TNA name. One. I don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> so I set out, cross that way, strike them down to make them pay, change their ways, their evil ways. It was when he was like... He rhymed uh, way with way? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a very good band, but I like the tune. It was when he was a heel after uh, they thought he was joining the Aces and Eights or whatever the fuck. During that run. Oh, when he was doing, like, no one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, all right, so that was our new game there. Uh, don't forget the lyrics, wrestling edition, uh, which was kind of fun. I would have preferred, you know, medieval gynecologist, but you know, whatever. Yeah, um, fuck that game. <laughs> you're just mad because you don't understand it. Well, I, I got lost at all right, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we're moving on to our vintage pick of the week. Uh, which is usually a match or a show, Provo, pay-per-view, something that we think you guys should seek out and go watch. Uh, so, uh, Shelby, what's your vintage pick of the week? Monday Night Raw, April 8th, 1996, Vader versus Yokozuna. And the only reason this is on here, it's not a very good match, but, like, at the end of it, Vader hits Vader Bomb on Yokozuna's leg, and when he hits it, there's an actual crunch. And I don't know if, like, they added that in on the network, but it was just fucking gnarly to listen to. It actually sounded like he broke Yokozuna's leg. Oh, yeah, that's when they took Yoko out on a forklift? Yeah. <laughs> and they spent, like, the rest of the night showing him in the back, and Vader attacked him again, and they loaded him into the fucking ambulance, and it was, like, the most painfully agonizing, like, loading into an ambulance I've ever seen. I mean, he's a large man, like... Nick? Uh, Deuce and Domino versus Jesse and Festus, the match where Deuce and Domino broke up. Wow, that fucking video popped up on my Facebook feed. Huh. Yeah. Um, and mine is actually from uh, good old Lucha Underground. Uh, Killshot versus A.R. Fox in the Hell of War match. It was probably one of the most insane fucking matches I've ever watched. It was basically three stages of hell, but Lucha Underground style. I think one match, like one stage was an ambulance match. One stage was a street fight. And one of them was like last man standing or some shit like that. I mean, there was glass tables involved. There was fucking, oh my God, this match is fucking insane. Um, <laughs> it was, I think it was on season, it's either season three or four of um, Lucha Underground. And it, it fucking insane it's at their ultima lucha event it, it's just nuts and uh ar fox fun fact is now ad uh no no i'm sorry dante fox was his name in lucha underground he's ar fox and or ad fox and fucking aew now whatever they are yeah side of course is swerve strickland for strickland yeah so it's an insane match uh again lucha underground severely fucking underrated um could have been huge but they just didn't have the funds for it, you know? Uh, all right, so there's the bell, so we know what that means. That signifies the end of the three-way dance wrestling podcast this week. Like I said, next week we will be reviewing Elimination Chamber 2023. So that should be interesting. And then after that, who knows? Maybe another retro pay-per-view, because you guys listen to them, apparently. Or uh, a movie review again. Maybe a movie mm. review again, you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, cause the menu did awfully well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for us, I know like 90 something views is, you know, nothing in the YouTube world, but for fucking three guys like us, that's like fucking yeah. a million to us, you know? It um, might be nice to split it up before we watch like 18 hours of WrestleMania too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We should, we should just fucking go for it with this WrestleMania, man. We should just do the fucking stand and deliver the fucking WrestleMania night one, night two, uh, fucking whatever else. Uh, I'll die. What is it? I'll die. <laughs> every show they do that weekend, we should review. Oh, George and that was spring break. Fucking all of them. blood sport. Do them all. We'll do WrestleMania Monday. Oh God! <laughs> I think I'm gonna be sick that week. <laughs> I need a sick day. <laughs> You don't get paid, bitch. You don't get a sick day. <laughs> Damn it. You mean this is completely voluntary? Yeah, and we do shit to keep you happy so you don't quit. <laughs> that is true. Although you haven't done anything to keep me happy in a while. I'm starting to feel a little unloved here. Damn, you Shelby, to, you suck. You get, you get to pick the next movie, okay? Oh, okay. Well, in oh, that case. I was going to vote on Animal the Holocaust. Professor with Eddie Murphy. You're going to vote what with Eddie Murphy? The Naughty Professor with Eddie Murphy. Oh, that's a good one. No, we're going to watch Cannibal Holocaust. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I did give him the power to pick. <laughs> I won't make you watch Cannibal Holocaust. I don't even know if I'd want to watch it again. I've never seen it. I've always wanted to see it. It's yeah. it's it's something you should watch once in your life for sure. I don't I've, uh, Once I've sat through a Serbian film, there's really nowhere else to go. No, no, it, it's nothing compared to a Serbian film. I mean, I haven't seen Serbian film, but from what you know, I hear, it's nothing compared. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think so. All right, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, join us next week as we review Elimination Chamber 2023. So for Nick and uh, the other guy, what's his name? Yeah, oh, that's me. That's it, sorry. <laughs> All you fucking <laughs> Canadians look alike, I don't know. Um, so for them, I'm the Arizona one. Next week, be breezy.